This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Have you ever been lucky to be on a team that works together like a well-oiled machine? Or unfortunate to work on a team that couldn't seem to gel no matter what? Teamwork can be frustrating. Some team members just don't meet expectations even after careful discussion of who was supposed to do what. Today, we'll build on part one of this series on understanding team roles. This podcast is brought to you by Betterment.com. Betterment offers users an easy way to invest. You don't have to have any prior investing experience. It's not required. Users can choose how to allocate their money between two preset baskets, a stock basket and a bond basket. Signing up takes less than five minutes, and you can add money or withdraw money at any time without a fee. Users who sign up at www.betterment.com forward slash public speaker, that's betterment.com slash public speaker, you'll receive a $25 account bonus as long as your initial deposit is $250 or more. In part one of this series, I told you about the work of Dr. Belbin. He studied teams for many years and found that when team members understand the strengths and weaknesses of the roles that they play, the team is able to achieve more. Last week, we covered the plant, who's the creative problem solver, the monitor evaluator, who's the analytical thinker, the coordinator, the one who gets everyone working together to achieve goals, and then finally, we covered the resource investigator, the one who looks outside the team for opportunities. Today, we'll continue with the remaining five roles that Dr. Belbin identified. And as you listen to these roles, I'd like for you to think about a team that you're on now. See if you can identify which behaviors you prefer, which ones you tend to dislike, and think about who is playing each role on your team. Okay, so here are the final five roles. Role number five is the implementer. Implementers are efficient, self-disciplined, and are often described as loyal and conservative. They break theoretical concepts into manageable, practical tasks, and then systematically complete them. They may have trouble shifting gears when plans change. So if you're an implementer, you need to strike a balance between perseverance and adaptability. Role six is the completer finisher. Occupants of this role make sure that the completed work is of the highest quality. They're often described as orderly and detail-oriented and sometimes have trouble accepting others' work. If you are a completer finisher, It's important for you to strike a balance between perfection and completion. Role seven is the team worker. Team workers are often talented diplomats, good at smoothing conflicts. They're often described as sociable and sensitive, but often they're not good decision makers. You might hear a team worker say, if it's okay with you, it's okay with me. So if you're a team worker, you need to be careful not to avoid making difficult decisions. Role 8 is called the shaper. Shapers are focused leaders with a high motivation to achieve and are described as assertive and outgoing. At times, they may aggressively challenge or disagree in an effort to achieve goals. If you're a shaper, you need to be sure not to steamroll over other members of the team or take on more authority than is warranted. The final role, the specialist. The specialist was a later addition to Belbin's list of roles. 
The specialists are experts that may provide specific technical support to a team, such as an IT person or an accountant. But generally, the specialist doesn't make a big impact on team dynamics. So that's it. They are the nine roles. Did you recognize yourself? Did you recognize any of your teammates? If you thought some people played more than one role, you're probably right. Belvin said we generally have a primary role and a backup that we prefer. But we can exhibit behaviors from multiple roles at different times in different contexts. So now that you understand the main roles of the team, how can you use this information to your advantage? In general, Belbin suggested that a team containing a balance of roles will function properly. However, according to Belbin, there is no such thing as an ideal team. The idea is to match the task to the team members. So, for example, if the goal of a team is to come up with innovative ideas and timelines are flexible, then you should select people better suited for that, such as plants and resource investigators. Belbin also suggested that it's important to have functional roles consistent with team roles. That's functional roles consistent with team roles. So, for example, team leaders should be shapers or coordinators. But he also cautions that too many shapers on a team can cause conflict. Finally, keep in mind that this is just one conceptual model for thinking about teams. There are many others. You can use this information to create an awareness of roles in your team and how individual strengths and weaknesses impact the overall performance. So now that you understand this model, think about it. How strong is your team? What's your preferred role, and what will you be doing differently with your teams? Let me know in the comments. This is Lisa B. Marshall, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. Thanks again to our advertiser, Betterment.com. Betterment LLC is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are offered by Betterment Securities, an SEC-registered broker-dealer and member FINRA SIPC. Investments are not FDIC-insured. No bank guarantee may lose value. Investing in securities involves risks, and there's always the potential of losing money when you invest in securities. Before investing, consider your investment objectives and Betterment's charges and expenses. Not an offer, solicitation of an offer, or advice to buy or sell securities in jurisdictions where better and Betterment Securities are not registered. Hey, thanks for hanging on to the end. I appreciate you listening. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>